from the block, from the block, from the block. Welcome to From the Block podcast. My today's guest is a migrant actor and writer originally from Russia. She moved to London to study and has lived in the UK ever since. As an actor, she has worked with multiple theatre companies and voiced television shows and audiobooks. Her first ever script for a short film, in which she also played the lead role, has been recently a part of BFI Future Film Festival. The film has also won awards and gained recognition on many international film festivals. Sasha Alexis, welcome to our podcast! Thank um, you so much for coming. How no, are you? Thank you, um, thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's so lovely to have you here. <laughs> and um, yeah, I can't wait to start chatting about your exciting acting <laughs> career and also career as a writer. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but let's start first uh, when you moved to the UK. So you moved here to study. Yeah. Uh, and why did you pick London? Um, originally, I just had an idea, I think... It was it was a bit crazy in my head. I was like, oh, I'm un- unhappy with my like marketing degree that I was doing at the moment. I was unhappy with my job, um, and I was just spending all of my time in my like amateur university theater. Um, and I was like, well, maybe if I'm lying in my university to my university saying that, oh, I have to be at my job and then I'm lying to my job saying that I need to be at uni whilst I'm actually like washing the floor in the theater maybe I'm doing something wrong about you know my life um and I really didn't want to study at home partly because I would be considered too old for Russian education oh um they prefer people to kind of come to them like straight out of school right you know it's it's just a it's a different vibe um and i knew some women who went when they were like 23 25 and auditions you know they were a bit judged for that kind of thing really how come why why does it pick like is it like whatever like training like sports training yeah yeah yeah. it's it's just uh, i think because obviously in um in uk um the acting education is a bit more diverse in terms of what they teach you You know, so they'll give you a a, a sample of every possible existing acting school and and type, you know, so you're going to do Stanislavski, obviously, you're going to do Meisner, you're going to do Chekhov, you're going to do Laban, Lecoq, so, and then you can pick and choose what works for you personally. Yeah. Well, it's in Russia, because it's the birthplace of Stanislavski and Chekhov, most schools would predominantly do that right um so i think their explanation is like they don't want for you to be taught by someone else and they kind of want you to come in as like an untouched diamond that then they're gonna you know clean up and and make perfect um versus in england they appreciate you coming with experience and you know they want to hear about stuff you you've done right Um, interesting well yeah it's just it's a different approach and and kind of i don't know which one is better or worse uh but at the time i was like oh i don't want to you know i don't want to engage with that i don't want to be judged for my age or you know for the fact that I did like amateur theater, um, right. which is something that I would have had to hide um, oh, in Russia yeah. is they don't like experience. <laughs> um, which is, I, I kind of understand why, because the way the education is built, um, they they don't want you like talking back or bringing your own opinion. They, yeah. you know, in here, for example, when I made it to drama school, Our first year was all about, you're so lucky, you've done it, you don't have to prove anything, you're Mm. already amazing, like less than 1% make it into drama school, like Mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything, you've made it, you're golden. Mm -hmm. Versus in Russian universities, although I think the the percentage of people actually making in is even less. Oh gosh. the vibe is you now have to prove that you deserve to be on that stage. Oh, wow. And in the first year, you're like, also the education is longer. It's four years. Yeah. Um, and in the first year, you're not like, you, 
you consider yourself blessed if you're like allowed to walk on on the stage and you oh, know wow. to like respect and you're supposed to like clean it and wash it. There's a lot of more kind of like apprenticeship. Up, yeah, like a stages. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you have to yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Earn your place on yeah. the stage, you know. And when people come with some form of experience already, you know, they, they it's going to create issues. You know, I'm going <laughs> to talk back. I'm going to be like, well, I disagree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so yeah. So originally, I think it was, I was like, I'm going to look out um, of my own country, and America was way too far away. Yeah. Um, my mom would have never allowed me to go there. So I was like, okay, well, let's settle on England. Um, and I've been to London like a couple of times in a, as, a, as a tourist and I liked it. And I was like, I think I can probably live there for a couple of years. Because yeah. um, at the time I didn't know if I would be able to stay or if I would want to stay. Yeah. Um, also, I was definitely lying to myself saying that I will be like in all the Hollywood and BBC dramas because I'm amazing. Uh, <laughs> and then I found out that I have an accent. <laughs> um, yeah. So, OK. So, yeah. yeah, that one. Tell me how how did you find it? Because obviously in acting, you do use your voice a lot. And yes, there is this accent thing. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me how that was received and how do you manage all of that? Um, well, honestly, when I was still in Russia, like auditioning to drama schools, I genuinely just didn't think I had an accent. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my friends telling me, he was like, well, you do. And I got so offended and I was like, didn't want to <laughs> talk to him for a while. But then I came to London and I even just in auditions and you know, A, you're not used to that amount of regional accents around you. People do talk different. Yeah. It's not all, you know, kind of like BBC and stuff Received like that. pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, just like overwhelmed by that. And I was like, oh my God, I don't understand anyone. <laughs> what language are <laughs> they talking? <laughs> and it's like slowly the realization that oh, I think I have quite a bit of an accent here. <laughs> yeah. um, it's strange how it's kind of like you realized about that. So, same thing happened to me. I mean, I kind of knew that I do have a bit of an accent. But um, uh, yeah, like even now, after 10 years in the UK, it's funny, we moved exactly 2013, <laughs> same year. Hey. Yeah, so 10 years, bang on, and here yeah. we are from the blog podcast. Um, so, yeah, I, um, uh, yeah, I just, it's only occurred to me, uh, like, recently, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, like, how, still how far I am from, mm. from, from the accent. Uh, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's the more you, the, the closer you are to actually, like, local pronunciation, yeah. the more you realise how much accent you have. It's weird. I know. It's like a Pandora's box, honestly. I remember having, like, in drama school, um, because our year we had a lot of international people. Yeah. Um, so we had separate extra classes for yeah. like neutral English. Um, and I remember just having like a breakdown several times. And it's understandable because they don't want to tell you everything that is wrong with the way you speak, you know, because yeah. otherwise you're just never going to do anything. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit what's wrong with yeah. you. So they start Tomorrow with like... We'll follow. Yeah, they start with the most obvious things and they kind of fix that. But then what it created this thing of me like... Yay, I conquered the long E. Amazing, I'm done. And then he would be like, well, actually, <laughs> there's this thing. And you're like, okay, I did the light L. Amazing, I'm done. And he was like, well, here's the schwa. And I definitely had the breakdown uh, when I was introduced to uh, schwa, um, oh, which is uh, for listeners who have no idea what it is. It's a uh, non-stressed vowel ever present in English, uh, neutral English accent, and it's a sound of English hesitation. So it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> and oh it can God. never be stressed. <laughs> um, so it was like gradually introduced to me, like the things that were wrong with the way I'm speaking. Um, but I think the, the funniest bit was when I was already in already made it to drama school um, and my dad was helping me move and kind of settle down at the, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, we went because I needed to do to register with the police because I'm oh, a foreigner right. uh, was it was it difficult by the way because like I, I moved here obviously being Polish 
I moved here on like it was still there was pre-Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> Happy days. I didn't have to do much to be quite honest. I yeah. just packed my suitcase, you know, and I moved in and I was allowed to work and do everything. W- would be a different story today. Uh, but yeah, how easy or difficult was it for you to, to move here from Russia? Um, student visa was very easy because, you know, I, I made it um, into drama school. I had an invitation, a confirmation that, you know, I'm, I'm accepted um, as a student. Um, that was very easy. Um And yeah, you do need to register with the police within seven days of arrival. Uh, And then you have to like also re-register every time you like change your address and and everything. Nobody ever asks for it, but... Yeah, you kind of have to sort of get yourself track trackable <laughs> yeah because it, it comes back like for example when I was applying for indefinite leave to remain last year they wanted my police registration document right. to make sure that I didn't break any rules you know yeah, yeah. Um, also I think worth mentioning that it actually the first time you do it so you get the certificate yeah. which looks very beautiful um, you do have to pay for it I think it was about 40 pounds <laughs> which is what I mean for a piece of paper for a certificate yeah 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 so then once you obviously re-registering the new visas new addresses you don't have to pay anything but for the first time to get the, the laminated piece of paper with like beautiful you know stamps and stuff and I was like that is so unfair fair because anyone who needs to do that already spent a ton of money yeah and now there's just like an extra weird charge for something that you also don't want to do <laughs> yeah 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 there are like you know those little charges for every single sort of piece of paper that you may potentially need or like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yep yep i've been there, <laughs> I've been there. Um, and when i first arrived like we didn't know where do i need to go to like register with the police because we were applying ourselves without the help of lawyers so you know and I went to my drama school um trying to like ask them because I thought they would know but it was like before my first day so I didn't know any of the you know I didn't know anyone and I came to the reception and I was so worried and so stressed and I was trying to explain what I wanted and they wouldn't understand me and then they sent me to like an the old building reception um, and they have their like musical and singers departments in the old building. Um, and I went there and again, tried to explain. And then they eventually was like, oh yeah, 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 don't worry. And then they called some guys who were like, oh, so you're here to find out about musical department of Guildhall. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm like, me, student, here, please, police registration. Like, it wasn't as bad, but I feel like but I feel like that's how they heard me. And after that, I was like, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? Because they don't even, like, understand me for a very simple thing. Um, but I think it was also, like, nerves. And my dad was, like, standing right there. And I was like, mm-hmm, I need to prove to him that I know English. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what accent do you find the most difficult to understand amongst, like, you know, uh, British accents? Mm. I mean, at the moment, I think I'm pretty good. Yeah, you, you can understand everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no because... I'm, uh, I'm, but also I don't pay that much attention to accents, partly because it's the same, like, I never ask people where they're from mm-hmm. because it annoys me immensely when anyone asks me that. First question asked, like, yeah. they oh, see you, it's like, where are you from? Where are you from? And I was like, I don't, like, you know... Maybe ask not... me about my name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... yeah. And also, I don't really, like, personally understand what that gives in a conversation you know like if it naturally comes up and somebody mentions be like oh i only moved to london like two years ago i'll be yeah, like oh yeah. where did you move from yeah um but if somebody's like hey like what's your name and i'm like i'm sasha and i'm an actress and they're like where are you from it's like, like yeah yeah what, what, like what, tell me about your work for example yeah like, yeah it's, it's more like a work sort of because again opens a a, a vortex of stereotypical questions which yeah. I hate um, I should have just like cue cards to give people they're <laughs> yeah. like oh which city you're from in Russia and I'm like there you go like oh do you like vodka there you go what do you think about Putin there you go like because <laughs> it's just the same question over and over and over again oh um, god yeah and 
also what people don't realize, like for me, it's quite traumatic because at the moment I'm trying to really like pass for an English speaker. <laughs> so whenever yeah. somebody asks me like, oh, where are you from? I'm no, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, of course, it's it also part of your job, right? Like to, to work on, on your pronunciation. Although even here, I just think like, why? Like, you know, uh, I understand like if it's a, like a period drama and uh, you are to play, I don't know, some kind of, you know, like princess. <laughs> a lady. Gonna... Yes, unfortunately, that road is close to me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like the, there are so many contemporary, like, uh, sets, series, films, and that, like, I mean, I, I don't hear that. I, I think received pronunciation almost sounds odd in those. Mm. Like, it's like almost like unrealistic. And I, I've noticed that, yes, like broadcasters, they try to, you know, hire more, say, presenters with different accents. Although, yeah, Eastern Europeans, not that many. No, no. And it's also like, but it happens to a lot of people from a lot of countries and they do it to their own as well because I was speaking with my friend who is originally from uh, Plymouth mm -hmm. and he also really good at northern accents mm -hmm. um, and he used to get a lot of auditions for uh, uh, northern parts but now mm -hmm. there's this vibe of like you have to be native right, to right, do right, that right. and how he funny was like, <laughs> he was like but there are no shows set in Plymouth He's like, what am I to do? Like, you know, I can't. It, so it gets to the point, like, I understand both the need to be, like, realistic and give opportunity to people who are of that kind of descent and who yeah. born with that accent. But at the same time, how far are we going to go? Like, how how yeah. are we going to, you know, separate it in, in teeny tiny bits and kill off acting profession? Because acting is all about not being yourself, actually. <laughs> true, true. Very good point, yeah. Um, like, in the ideal world, people would be, you know, getting contracts, jobs, whatever, uh, be awarded for their talents yeah. and not who they are, who they know, yeah. who where they came from, you know. <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's you know, one day maybe. <laughs> yeah. But even like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it would be amazing for people to get roles for their talent. But again, like talent is also subjective. So, you know, and it's like a talented person can still do a bad job in a particular role and everything. But it just has to be something done about the, like, the obsession with the accents in the UK yeah. and I understand why they do have a lot of accents you know they hear it they want to place you in a specific box um, because there was this moment early last year uh, where for the first time people who didn't know my background if I spoke with them for like maybe an hour they wouldn't really hear an accent and mm -hmm. I was like amazing best time ever to not be recognized as a Russian um, and uh, I started dating Guy, and when we had a first date, he asked me, like, oh, where are you from? And I remember it really, like, hurt me emotionally because I was like, oh, no, but, like, it's, see, I was on a roll of people who don't know I'm from outside of UK not realizing. Yeah. Um, and once we were kind of, like, a bit more into dating, I asked him, I was like, oh, could you be... Could you tell me, like, honestly, like, is that because I sounded foreign? Like, what mm -hmm. happened? And what he said was very interesting because he was like, no, your accent was so clean and without any signifiers. It was like my little English brain struggled because I couldn't Place understand. You yeah, couldn't understand, like, your background. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, well, A, that's nice to hear, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am actually working with my uh, accent coach now to place fake signifiers for people. So they will think that I'm like maybe like a Londoner uh, who went to drama school and placed like an RP on top, but not entirely. So we're like now muddying up my accent. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, do, do you pick like a recipe? So now I want to sound like it's like a DNA type of thing. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Do your perfect mixture. <laughs> or like maybe we're going for maybe like an American who is doing like a, a an English accent on top. So right, some uh, so we're trying to move out of like the non-native speaker. Yeah, completely category. neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that that's what in England is used um, as like the first 
point of virtually placing you in a box. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. she has that accent. She's, I don't know, went to private school or she's yeah, from yeah, yeah. this part of the country. And, and then they make a bunch of... Um, th- then they have like a bunch of ideas about you already. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it must be coming like so- something that was completely new to me. And I lived, uh, aside from Poland, also in other countries, I lived in Italy for a long time and uh, lots of, of my family live in Australia. Mm. So I, I always had like, a v- grew up in an international environment, if you like. But what a little bit like, not really shocked me, but was I found it like curious, like the uh, still... Uh, what remained from like class society yeah. uh, in the UK? It's yeah. you can't really find it anywhere else where I can think of. Like in Europe, like well, Western Europe countries, like you know France, they yeah. they said goodbye to their kings a long time <laughs> oh. ago. Um, you know, Eastern Europe, of course, we had communism with all these like um, you know uh, not nice things that it, it it did to many countries. Obviously, the in terms terms of classes we actually like I remember it was like leveled out I mean there was still yeah. definitely classes in like Soviet Russia a hundred percent but in terms of the languages yeah there, there's like it's kind of yeah you just accent or like a yeah. class or like a good family or a bad fa- like yeah. you know poor family like that doesn't doesn't really yeah, it doesn't really track yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um okay so can you tell me about your short film now because uh, it yes. must be i have a feeling I, i've seen it it's amazing i had a very good time watching it good laugh <laughs> thank you uh, and a lot of things i recognized also you know being used to yeah. european in in um uh, you know living in the western world so tell me what inspired you oh in a nutshell, what is the film about and what inspired yes. you to write um, it? So obviously don't know if I can say the full name of the film. Yes, uh, you are allowed to yeah, I don't podcast. know if it's, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a title. It's, a, it's a title. Um, uh, so the film is called Whore Number no. 4. And it's about um, a uh, Russian actress who is in London struggling with uh, industry stereotypes about especially women from Eastern Europe mm-hmm. uh, because it's a whole category right of what we are allowed to do yeah. um, and the, actually the other name for the film I think was supposed to be like something along the lines of um, uh, models cleaners spies and whores uh, because those are the four things we are allowed to do <laughs> to, to, to do and to, to also pe- pe- perform in films like yeah. yep yep yeah. <laughs> um and obviously when I was at the end of my drama school I kind of made peace with the fact that you know this is my casting bracket it's fine and I do actually sometimes speak with English um, actors who like in my agency and they're like, oh my God, you've got seen by like this cool casting director and that cool casting director. How do you do that? And I was like, um, it's because they're looking for somebody to say three lines with a heavy Russian accent. They don't really, they don't really care which agency I'm from, how much experience I've got. They just look at my face, be like, okay, she kind of does look like a, a lady who waxes uh, the leading characters, you know, bits, um, and she has a Russian, <laughs> Russian accent. Uh, oh hey, because oh that's God. also a, a very special casting break down first European women, right? A, a, a worker in a spa salon. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so true, Sasha. It's so true. And, you know, then uh, obviously they're like subcategories. Um, and originally, so I really didn't want to write because I was mm-hmm. like, I'm an actor. I went into acting because I want to be chosen. Yeah. I'm like just working through my deep psychological issues through my profession. <laughs> I just want someone to choose me, please. Um, and uh, But people are like, oh, you know, you need to do your own work. And as an advice, yes, you do need to do your own work because nobody will ever give you a better chance that you can give yourself. Yeah. Um, and I, after finishing drama school, I went back um, to figure out my visa and I didn't really know if I'm going to come back. Because, you know, mm-hmm, visas mm-hmm, are difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sort of like, well, I'm, I'm going to try this whole acting career in Russia as well. Um, just in case, you know, if I have to stay, I've built something. Yeah. 
Um, and I think my first audition was, it was presented it, back in Russia, it was presented as like uh, a language ad, like for language service. But then when I came in and they wanted for people with really good English to come in and do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when I came in and like kind of read the script, um, it was all like, come to Croatia and learn language with Croatian women or like Romanian. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't think this is a language service. <laughs> like, it's very oh, like, oh my gosh. So I kind of called my agent and I was like, yeah, even if they want me, like, I'm not going to do that. And then my my second one, um, and I was kind of like being like, okay, so, you know, in England, because I have an accent, I will probably be doing auditions for various like sex workers. But I was like, but now I'm in <laughs> Russia, I have to um, like, <laughs> to get like decent roles. Maybe uh, I could be. <laughs> yeah, you know, not that there's like, there's nothing wrong with sex work, but it's also the way it is presented in the industry is not yeah. the way you want it to be presented as well. Yeah, because one role leads to another. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got and, a brand, you've yeah. branded as a, uh, you know, <laughs> actress that plays sex work. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, uh, and then the, my second one, um, I went in and it was like waitress and I was like, yes, score. Um, and the director really liked me and he was like, by by the end of the audition, uh, the director goes, you know what, actually, we have this other role. Um, would you mind trying for that one as well? And in my mind, I was already like receiving an Oscar for like a side role in a Russian sitcom because <laughs> I was so great. Or like at the minimum, I thought it would be like a, a big secondary role or something like that. And then he goes, but it is a prostitute if you're okay with that. Uh, of course I said I was okay because, you know, but internally I was kind of like, but I don't have an accent in Russian. What is it about me? <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong with my face or like the way I present myself? Um, I did get the waitress role, right? I didn't I didn't yeah. get the, um, which was um, kind of nice. And I was telling my friend that story and he was like, you should write a short film and you should name it Whore Number Four. Um <laughs> So, Michael, if you're listening, thank you very much. Although he does not remember giving me that title, um, which is funny. Um, and, yeah, then COVID happened um, and I was sort of, you know, nothing to do. Oh, no, actually. No, I wrote it before COVID. I wrote it, like, November 2019, I Yeah, think? so purely based on your, your own experience. Like, yeah. how funny. I literally thought that you were so annoyed with all this <laughs> uh, stereotypes <laughs> and the experiences, like going to auditions and, you know, being constantly asked to play the same role over yeah, and over yeah. again. But, yeah, it's incredible that it's not actually a short film, that you just came <laughs> up with it, that it actually did happen to you. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like a, the narrative arc is taken from the, you know, from the personal experience. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. I mean, it's brilliant. Crazy, <laughs> but as an experience, oh, gosh, I mean, it tells you a lot about still the, you know, the film industry and like yeah. how it labels actresses. Yeah. Um, so um, and on that, can I ask you about this sort of strange audition that you had that could have been for a very famous Hollywood film. <laughs> uh, yes, I think so. Um, so I got an audition which was very like, very non-disclosure agreements at every point. Um, and they said like, it involves uh, a, a big actor and it would be like, improving with the casting director. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell me anything about like what the script was about, like just nothing. Just come here at this certain certain kind of you know time. Um, they did kind of probably gave me like an age range or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was slightly like younger. Um, and uh, then they were like, we'll, "We'll give you like the not the script, but like the improv task." And they virtually gave me like the thinnest strip of paper mm-hmm. <laughs> like what do you use to get uh, you see in films when they're like typing a super secret machine and then this like yeah, narrow, yeah, yeah. narrow strip comes out it was like that which had like um, um, a task um, for improv so it was like you're gonna be um, like somebody's taking your interview and you're discussing um, 
those three points. And it was something, it was quite a long time ago, so I don't remember exactly, but it was sort of like along the lines of uh, your father brought you from like your backwards Eastern European country to become a sex worker and you discussing, you know, kind of... That sounds very like... A film that I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think at the time, because they mentioned kind of like improv and big Hollywood actor, I've already heard the news that, I I mean, I think we can, I don't actually know if I still can't talk about it but um i mean fine. i can say it <laughs> i think you were auditioned for borat <laughs> yeah we think we think it was um uh, the second borat movie and i thought that must be it because there was already like news about it but you know we, you can never be sure because there's like other famous actors who do like improv yeah, um, yeah yeah you know films and tv series and you know i was kind of weird that they're looking in UK. Yeah. And I think eventually they did go to Europe to maybe look at a wider yeah. um, kind of arrangement of actresses. Um, but yeah, and then I never heard back. Um, so I did the audition. But I think I couldn't quite get away from the topic being... So I think I played it too dramatic. Right, and they wanted to go really silly. <laughs> yeah, and they wanted to go like, I haven't seen the film, so because this is something that I quite often do, like if there's a role that I didn't get, uh, very unlikely. Oh, so you haven't, see. you haven't seen it? No, at but all. I've seen the, I've seen the trailers, so sort of. But also, that's that's something about like auditions and especially self taping auditions, yeah. right? When you don't get uh, direct feedback from like a director or casting director, like it's very difficult to gauge the level of like Eastern Europeanness yes. that they want. And I think with that one, I didn't get it because I gave them like what in my mind was a very strong Russian accent. And I was, I think, behaving as a stereotypical Eastern European woman. But then obviously yeah. if you see the, uh, you know, if you see even just the trailer, like the vibe that they went was what... Sorry, <laughs> the vibe that they went with was pretty much like, oh me, no donkeys! I oh, is this a chair? My country has no chairs. Um, and I was like, I wish I knew. I'm a great actor. I can do that. But you need to like, yeah, let me know that you want me to be basically my favorite fake. Russian or Eastern European character is Zoya the Destroyer from Glow. (laughs) But that works because she's outrageously stereotypical. But because it is about a woman who is American who's creating a stereotypical Eastern European character, the... It, it works because it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's not an actual person from Eastern Europe. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, know. yeah, of course. Although although films like Borat, because I've seen the film, um, and uh, yeah, they do make you... I, I think sometimes when you exaggerate almost too much, like for me, Borat is too much. <laughs> it is too much. It's It's like... It's almost like, um, uh, yeah, uh, it's sometimes I do wonder, like, is it is it really like because it it shows like the whole Eastern Europe being so backwards. But like, that's not you guys (laughs) like, was it ever that backwards? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, people behave like honestly, like probably like pre pre human evolution type of, uh, you know, thing sometimes. So. Um, yeah, I I think that um, uh, yeah, I would like to see you know a comedy uh, involving Eastern Europeans that is not necessarily like dwelling on like them being that... Eastern European. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yes, but also like you know emphasizing uh, things. Obviously, like what what is funny is the things that go wrong, right? Yeah, uh, but not necessarily like. Um, I, th- I think I've seen over and over again the same sort of like repetitive, uh, stereotypical like jokes, po- yeah. portrayals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and also it's, it's partly what, what I want. And I think what loads of people who, who represent like either um, other like minorities um, or just other people that have something different about them in mm-hmm. the industry, like it's quite often for you to get the role 
you have to play what is different about you. So, you know, yeah. if they're going to hire a trans actor, mm -hmm. it, they will have, their role will have something to do with being with, trans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if they're uh, hiring, you know, uh, an, uh, a person from... So, Saudi, yeah, it like, so, yeah, it has to be or like Saudi Arabia, you know, it has yeah. to some, they have to explain how come this person who's from another country is in this office. Yeah. I work in offices as my survival job, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's at least 10 people with accents in every office. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but you don't see that represented and nobody's going around being like, well, how did you get into this office? Tell me your life story. Nobody cares. We just yeah. lead our life. And that's for me personally, and I know that some people disagree, but for me personally, I would love to just be able to play people. Yeah. Who just, and that's something that I say in my short film that I would love to play a person who just happens to have an accent or something different about them yeah. without it being the, the pivotal plot point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, uh, exactly. So, like, yeah, let's do a comedy where there are like four women from all the different European countries and, you know, they discuss yeah. dating in London. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. That, that we have, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we have a story. <laughs> let's do like, an international UK sex in the city uh, but yeah. you know everyone is different and uh, and you can still kind of draw on differences from different yeah. nationalities and countries and like religions and you know yeah. races and like whatever um, but it's not the key point yeah yeah. yeah it's not, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. key point and that is something that like even as a writer I'm still not entirely doing myself, partly because at an early stage of a career, the industry wants you to play by the rules. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So I'm now writing a play uh, which has an Eastern European female character, but, you know, she is obviously not stereotypical because it's written by an Eastern European woman. Yeah. Um, but I play by the rules of the industry. So, you know, she mm -hmm. is a, a, a woman who fell in love and she moves in with her northern husband and, you know, she struggles with the cold house. And, you know, mm -hmm. I discuss how uh, making a cup of tea when you're sad is like something that at least Russia shares with UK. Like, we do the same thing. Yeah. Um, but again, that's why you need you need like writers from different countries. You need yeah. creatives from different countries to come in, yeah, and actually bring true differences. Yes, because I don't know. Do do you have like with being Polish? Do people mm -hmm. say like, oh, let's drink vodka, or like not yeah. so much? <laughs> yeah, I I get like usual. You know, questions are like we are at the pub and. I'm actually not a massive drinker. Um, oh, yeah, same. <laughs> like, I just don't drink a lot. I can't handle a lot of <laughs> to drink. Yeah. And I also like healthy lifestyle. But anyway, like, there's always like, what? You can't handle the drink? You, yeah. Like, you should be. We're from Eastern yeah. Europe. Or like, I hate cold. I really hate cold. Me but too. It's like... You guys, it's because we have warm <laughs> houses, right? It's plus 25 inside. So you can walk around naked and then it doesn't matter that it's minus 30 outside. Yeah. English people just have issues like your houses are not good. <laughs> Please fix yeah. it. <laughs> well, scientific uh, bit of data. Yeah. I was just reading about because obviously we are going through energy crisis and yeah. know, cost of living crisis. Yeah. So I just saw that Greenpeace posted that like report that the British government is not supporting people to actually you know warm up the houses walls mm -hmm. um, and that should be like the first thing that they should do because houses in the UK are the ones that are losing heat the yeah. fastest in Europe yeah. they are built in a way that no matter how much yeah. heating you put on like Victorian houses good luck with warming up yeah Victorian I know and house. yet somehow in every in every TV series and film is Europe is backwards there you go and we like cold but we have 25 yeah. degrees in the house when it's freezing I like, outside i never knew cold before i moved to england like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i was always and people are quite often like but yeah and there's like that like almost like judgment for you to be like yeah. cold in england and i was like but I'm, I'm also allowed not to be like 
all the people. Nationality is a very random assigned thing. Yes. It, it, it has very little to do with who you are as a person. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah, that's um yeah, on that I like the <laughs> sentence. I like the sentence because I've I've met so many friends from different backgrounds and very often especially if they live abroad, especially migrants, it comes down to the personality. Mm. Like I don't know how much maybe it's like this like 10%. I mean, obviously it depends how people are the attached to the to the backgrounds. Yeah. But from my experience like my friends um are like probably you have that five to ten percent of like things that they do because they are from what they are from where they're yeah. from and the rest is like what they do for work what people they hang out with their personal choices and preferences and that's that huge part that makes them as a person so i don't know yeah but uh, yet <laughs> people do love a label yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's like, like and it's sort of understandable like it's just easier to go through life by just kind of labeling people around you and thinking but it's also something that when i moved to england like i didn't want to end up uh like being that migrant who's only speaking with their own people you know because yeah, there's yeah. also quite a lot of people who do move for especially if they move out of um like necessity rather yeah. than out of desire they do end up in those kind of air quotes ghettos you yeah know? yeah like yeah yeah where and it is and it is good uh, in a way because you do get like a sense of home and community um, yeah and community yeah. but like I never wanted to. I still ended up like by this point. I still ended up having more Russian-speaking friends um, than English-speaking friends. But I I also do have uh, a fair few really really good friends who are completely English. Yeah. And I think it's it's like in the in the crossover, especially in arts, where you actually create. Get, yeah, you get the best work. Because you need somebody else to to look at it from a completely different viewpoint. Exactly, and, you know. exactly. Diversity means creativity. Yeah. That's that's uh, yeah. That's what, what I always thought about it. And um, okay, one last you know, serious <laughs> question. Like, obviously, we are living in the moment where there is a war going on. Yeah. What, what what is your your standpoint um, in in all that situation? How do you feel about it? I. Honestly, I'm I'm not asking the, the I don't want to hear the usual answer. Like, yes, I know, I've heard, I'm watched the news. Uh, I'm 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 really upset about that, and yeah. I just want to, to to hear like how how does that affect you, even in those reactions that you get from other people yeah. towards it. Um, it is. The, I'm going to say something that is obviously almost sacrilegious, but it is difficult being Russian at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my mom recently, because she's still in Moscow, right? Mm -hmm. um, and as someone who disagrees uh, with what our country is doing, it's incredibly difficult to be there at the mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And she was sort of like, oh, I don't know how to live in this country. And I was like, mom, we don't know how to live with that country. Mm -hmm. Because um, it, it is like trying to figure out how do I live with this label now attached to me yeah, yeah. um i had um multiple situations where guys unmatched from me on dating apps after asking really? where i'm from oh gosh i say i'm from russia they unmatch immediately mm. um but also weirdly like you do find other people who kind of understand your situation like i matched with a guy from um and he was uh um, Ira Iranian, Iranian from Iran, mm -hmm. um, and he sort of like, I was like, oh, like, he asked me where I'm from. I said Russia, and he, I asked him like where he's from, and he mentioned it, but he was sort of like apologetic. He was like, oh, you know, but it's like I, I grew up here, like blah, blah blah, and I was sort of like, oh, I understand you. When, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. There are people from other countries also kind of already going through like years of this type of trauma. And it's mm. also very, very difficult when you're going through a traumatic, you know, life changing things. Yeah. Um, there's fewer roles, mm -hmm. um, less jobs. I haven't worked as much as I worked in previous years. Mm. Um, so that's why I'm focusing more on like creating my own stuff. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a lot of kind of figuring out 
uh, who to work with, how people will react. You know, yeah. I'm writing a play that has a Russian character in it. Will that work? Will people be okay with funding it? Um, will theaters be okay with programming it? There's just a, a whole bunch of things that you need to like consider. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. Which is it's just, it makes life difficult. You know, obviously comparatively nothing compared with what Ukrainians are going. Um, but it's still difficult. Uh, and what I've noticed personally that, like, I was afraid that people would be aggressive towards me. Mm -hmm. uh, people are not. Um, mm -hmm. But there's a lot of institutionalized discrimination. Oh, wow. Right? That's very interesting to hear. Um, so I'm applying for my citizenship and my lawyers, they were like, It's not discrimination. It's it's not discrimination. But home office are doing extra checks on all Russian Russians. nationals. Oh, gosh, yeah. um, and because of that, we're going to double your fee oh. um, because we need to do those extra checks. Oh, um, but all good, you guys. They came back <laughs> and they said that I, I did not apparently support Putin's regime. Which, <laughs> you know, and I was like, thank you. I knew that already, but it's good to see it in writing. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, but that's basically what they're kind of checking for. Um, yeah. So, and I was like, well, you can wrap it in a pretty wrapper, but yeah. it is discrimination if yeah. there's higher fees and extra checks for a specific nationality. Yeah. Um, also, let's not forget about Belarusians, because people yeah. from Belarus, obviously, less than Russians, but also receiving quite a backlash yeah. from, from the war. And it, it, it's just there's just something about you going through a massive self-identity crisis. Mm. Because no matter how much I don't want it to be, but my nationality is, for other people outside me in England, is something mm -hmm. that comes first. Mm -hmm. But also for myself as well, this is something that connects me with my home. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there are talks of like, some people have issues with like Russian culture and, and mm -hmm. things like that. And, and it's difficult because... Well, this is part of who I am. This is something that I can't possibly separate. Yeah, and you can't change it. It's something yeah. that, and you didn't choose it as well. So yeah, and you know, we, I did, you know, all the good things that any <laughs> sane Russian person is supposed to do. Like I donated. I um, we we were doing like a charity concert with uh, a Russian speaking theater, but like they're getting some uh, backlash because they're Russian speaking, but they were always just working with people who spoke Russian, not yeah, like Russians yeah. only. What's wrong with Russian language now, <laughs> right? And suddenly, yeah, yeah. but and, and there's also like I've spoken to Ukrainian actors who some of them don't speak Ukrainian, yeah, and they or some of them do, but they now don't feel like they can. Mm. do a play and speak Russian in the play. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, it's just massive, it's just destroying two countries in a very, very different way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's destroying a lot of people's kind of like, not lives, I don't, I don't want to say, especially for like, for Russians, like, But but it it is yeah in, in, emotionally a, yeah 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 it, it's yeah. just it's emotionally difficult um, and also you like I'm going through a trauma as well oh. it might be small compared mm -hmm. to anyone from Ukraine but it's also I'm my trauma is not validated or cared yeah. for yeah if anything I'm then also have to um, you know, excuse myself and being like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm unfortunately from Russia. This is the, I went through a period of time that that's how I introduced my nationality. I oh. was like, I'm unfortunately from Russia. Oh. Now I'm just like, keep it short and sweet. I'm from Russia. You know, if somebody has a problem with that, that's up to them. Um, but also there's a lot of like, in theater, there's a lot of uh, people who ran away from, from Russia because, you know, they either are going to be persecuted for their position or mm -hmm. was going to be like, you know, the next day. Mm -hmm. And they're creating anti-war theater mm -hmm. and political theater, um, which is important. And there's just something about uh, my uh, master of the course, um, from uh, my amateur theater she always used to say mm -hmm. theater despite of something yeah there's something to be said of like 
borders and limitations actually give birth to better art. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I'm hoping for. But I'm also looking outside, like I have two ideas for short films, which uh, will hopefully have a lot of people with accents, but they're not about people having accents. They're just, you know, fun ideas that I have and yeah. I still want to do them. Um, and as I mentioned, yes, I'm, I'm writing a play and it's very much turned from uh, kitchen sink drama about a marriage being ruined because of visas and, you know, mm -hmm, kind mm -hmm. of international, like legislation towards that it turned into a anti-war play um mm -hmm. and about how it affects um I, I always say it's not for russians in russia mm -hmm. it's not for ukrainians in ukraine mm -hmm. it is specifically for those people who went through the beginning of war whilst they were already relocated mm -hmm. into another place right because okay. it's very different right it's it's not it's not the it, it's 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 less of a traumatic experience mm -hmm. um but it's a bit more complicated to like try and yeah figure out like how to move on from that yeah um yeah I mean, that's that's uh, i mean that's fascinating thank you so much for sharing also your thoughts i i can understand how difficult it must be you know being uh, in this time and moment uh to, to be russian and and i can totally understand like you also have a right to feel traumatized by by the war uh and you know it's not just reserved to to one nation that is obviously going through a horrible time but you know war affects you know a lot of people yeah. In, yeah. In, in in different ways so so yeah yeah thank you so much for sharing <laughs> that and i'm also looking forward to uh seeing your new place on the Hopefully. way and um <laughs> it, yes yeah, so so where people can find you on Instagram and other socials? Uh, I do have a Twitter, which is at Sasha Alexis 8, um, as a number eight, mm -hmm. um, because apparently there's already eight Sasha Alexis's before me. Um, <laughs> and Instagram, yes, um, it's a bit more of a, a difficult name. So it's uh, Sasha underscore, uh, then Parker Ok. Uh, mm -hmm. which reads as Perkerok in ah. uh, Russian. And it's like a cute little nickname that I used to have. Um, so it's uh, P-A-R-K. <laughs> -E. yeah. I can't spell it, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you can put a, put, put a link in the description. Uh, I will put a link in the description. No problem at um, all. And in uh, Instagram is definitely better than Twitter, um, just because I'm a bit more active there. And if any theatre producers are listening, we are looking for a producer for our play with uh, my director, who's actually from Poland as well. Oh, so <laughs> exciting. So exciting. Um, yeah. So um, amazing, Sasha! Thank you so much for joining the podcast, sharing you. all your uh, funny stories and also the very, very personal sort of, you know, uh, feelings towards the end. Uh, we really appreciate that, and yeah, thank you so much, and oh. best of luck with all your exciting projects on the way. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs>